Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the Buying a Home in Austin podcast. This week, we're going to kind of do kind of a part two of the episode we did a couple weeks ago. Basically, is it time to buy during the coronavirus, during the ap- epidemic? This is uh, this is unprecedented. Remember last time I said, I, I basically, I was cautiously optimistic. I said, hey, nobody knows what's going to happen, but if I were a buyer, I would keep looking. And if the right deal rolled around, then I would pursue that if that were me. I have, I'm a little bit more certain. Again, no one knows the future. We don't know how long this is going to last. If after we, here in Texas, they're talking about opening things up. In fact, as I'm sitting here uh, on, on April 28th, uh, businesses are going to be able to open on a con- kind of contingent basis on Friday. And whether you agree with that or not, that's what's going to happen. So who knows, it could work out great, or we may have to quarantine again in the future. Who knows? But I, I feel a little more certain that at least for real estate in the Austin area, it's not going to be doom and gloom. And it's certainly not going to be like 2008, the Great Recession all over again. Uh, So let's talk about why. I'm not just making this up. I'm actually, it's things that I read. Uh, Smarter people than me have written things and I make it a point to read them and to have an informed opinion. So the first thing I want to talk about is Freddie Mac, they came out with their quarterly forecast. It's called Quarterly Forecast, the housing market faces challenges amid economic uncertainty. You can Google that if you want. It's it's a fine read. It's not too long. It's a little boring, but it's not too bad. The bottom line for me is one of the things that they say, they've got a little a graphic there. They're predicting that the, that the price growth in houses for 2020 is going to be 0.4%. So houses in 2020 nationwide are going to appreciate 0.4%. So I don't know what that sounds like to you. Maybe it sounds maybe you're hearing that and you're like that's really really low 0.4% and I would say you're very right that is really low but you know what it is? It's not depreciation. It's still going up. Even though it's 0.4, it's still going up. And again, that's nationwide average. So if you're not in Austin, uh, you you could be seeing less than that. You might see some depreciation. And I'm sure in some areas of the country, there will be depreciation of houses. Houses losing their value to some degree, probably small, throughout 2020. But on average, 0.4%. I actually think that it's going to do much better in Austin throughout uh, throughout 2020. I think that Austin is going to be way on the high end of that estimate. I don't know what, I'm not going to speculate, but I would bet more. And I've got, uh, again, I'm basing that on stats and I'll share those with you uh, next actually. So we got the March stats out. Uh, real estate stats, they take a while to come out because they're still compiling stuff. Generally, at the, about the middle of the month, we get the previous month's stats. So we have March stats. Those are important because the what we had before was February. We were all living in a different world in February. That really doesn't tell us anything. March stats tell us a little bit more. And I say just a little bit more and not a lot more because... I don't know about you, but I started sheltering in place 
around the third week of March. And I remember it was the the week of my children's spring break. They went off to the grandparents' house. I stayed in all week while my wife works at a hospital, so she had to go to work still. That was voluntary. That I, I, I'm, and I can't remember when we were forced. I say forced, but, you know, uh, when it was mandated for us to stay in place. But I'm pretty sure at that point, that was all, that was voluntary. So... That was the third week of March, so not even all of March is going to reflect the, the quarantine world, right? The quarantine life, only part of it. But it does tell us a few, a few uh, important things. Now, it's also important to remember that real estate stats are also behind in this regard. When a, a house closes, you, you go buy your house, you actually... Go to the title company, sign the paper, they hand you the keys, it's your home. That is the end of usually, on average, a 30-day process. So you sign your purchase contract about 30 days prior to that. And so what I'm saying is, if a house closed in March, it was probably probably one under contract in February, sometime in February. So it also, in that regard, it doesn't reflect the quarantine life. Uh, because you're still seeing some houses that people they they got under contract and you know maybe if if they weren't under contract maybe they wouldn't buy that house but they decided yeah because I'm in contract I'm gonna go ahead and follow through with it we've come this far and, and so keep that in mind there in that way a lot of stats are about 30 days behind if that makes sense so let me tell you, let me give you, let's start with the stats. Let's start with the median sales price. So this is, again, this is for the, the Austin area. That, is, that includes like Round Rock and those kind of uh, suburbs around there. Median sales price was 335200 Doesn't tell you a whole lot. But what that is, what you can know is that based on March of last year, that's up 11%. 11%. That's a lot. So that would that's kind of like a business as usual stat, right? That put that in the column of things are normal, nothing weird's going on in the market even though we're in the middle of this pandemic, right? Okay. So up, but again, remember, those contracts for those prices were signed probably in February. So that's something to know. Uh closed closed sales, just the number of homes that were closed on in March uh, up 2%. So again, just the number closed. It doesn't matter. That doesn't really reflect appreciation, but just the number. 2% more people closed on houses in March of 2020 than they did in 2019. So uh, you, again, things looking good there. More people buying homes. Average days on market. That's down 11 days. 11 days. That meant it... In March of 2020, on average, it took someone 11 days less to sell their home than it took in 2019. So again, it, it's looking like a, a really hot market still, right? Put that in the column of things are normal or even things are you know great as far as home selling goes. So all, take all that in there. Now, we're getting into the stats of March that really reflect things that are going on in March. It's not a product of things left over in February. New listings. This is important. So list, listings that came on the market in March. 3,770. That's down 12% from 2019. 
from March uh, 2019. It's down 12%. That's kind of a lot for for uh, just one month, down 12%. So that is in the column of, oh, things are not looking normal. That's odd that new listings are down. Uh, it, it is and isn't odd. It's odd that it's not normal, but it is very much expected in a quarantine. Less people are going to sell their house. They don't want people uh, touring their house in the middle of a, of an, a pandemic. Uh, and so less people are selling. Uh, you know, when you buy, you just have to move. When you sell, you're selling and then probably buying again. The process is is a little more complicated. So less people listing their house. That makes sense. And we'll talk about that. We'll come back to that in a second, okay? <clears throat> Active listings. So this means in total, how many houses were active during the month of March? So that means it could have gone on the market in February, but it was still on the market in March. So that is uh, 4,908. That's down 26%. 26%. That's a lot. That's a lot. Remember, new ones were down uh, 12%. Active listing down 26%. So that means there are a lot. When you go on the MLS or wherever you're looking, uh, you're on Zillow or wherever, generally, there are going to be a lot less houses available to buy than there were this time last year. 26% to be exact, for March at least. Okay, pending sales. That means it's under contract. They signed the purchase contract. They haven't closed. Remember, that takes 30 days. So pending sales, 2,852. That's down 19%. That's a lot. That's a lot that it's down. So a lot less home sales, a lot less homes available to buy on the market. So to me, here's what this tells me. Everything was going great. It was a hot market. And then the coronavirus happened. COVID-19 happened. We stayed in place. And a lot, a lot less people are selling their homes. Uh, no big surprise there. So what does this mean for a home buyer? So you could say, uh, this is bad because there are less homes for me to choose from. So uh, supply went down. So what, what does that mean? Are prices actually going to go up because there's less supply? I really don't think that that's the case. I think that, remember, also the demand is going to go down because plenty of people have unfortunately lost their jobs or just lost income or they're just uncertain. They're just, they're not, they're not real uh, confident in their job that their job's going to be there next week. So they're thinking now's not the best time to buy a home. So supply obviously has gone down, and I would be willing to bet that demand has gone down uh, as well. Now, which one go, went down further? I, I don't know, I, and it would probably be impossible to tell for sure, but I, I think that all this tells me is prices don't look like they're going to crash. They don't look like they're going to crash because we know prices prices crash when there's more uh, supply than demand. But we know that the active listings in March went down 26%. So the supply went way down. So I don't think that prices are going to crash. 
I think last time I said that I thought the prices might take a pause for a while, that they wouldn't go down, but they would stop accelerating. I, I, I'm not confident in that anymore. They may still continue to uh, accelerate and continue to appreciate. So all of that is is good news, I think, in my opinion, uh, for the buyer out there. So... Yeah, tell me what you're thinking about this. I would love to hear from you. And uh, any questions that you have, remember, hit me up on Facebook, facebook.com slash realtor. How about that? You can always reach me at shane at centralmetro.com. Okay, that's it for this episode. Uh, join me next time on the Buying a Home in Austin podcast.